every single plan, every single thing, every single idea that you ever want to go out and achieve, go out and be, go out and become is going to reveal itself once you actually start doing it. You can put all this preparation into planning. You can have all this hopes and dreams and wish about a relationship, about a business, about some sort of financial achievement. doesn't matter what it is. Whatever you want to accomplish in your life, whatever you want to go out and do, once you start is when it reveals itself to you. And you got to be ready when it reveals itself to capture it, adapt to it, and evolve forward because not everything is as straightforward as it seems when you're setting out to achieve something. Welcome to Build with Rob. It's your boy, Rob Deerdeck. You know what it is. Just out here pushing the machine mindset philosophy. Just hoping everybody that listens to this can can gather some insight to this sort of continual evolution that is my mind and my life and my vision for what is possible that is continually evolving as I evolve, always trying to figure out ways to automate and optimize all aspects of my life to make it more fun, more effortless, more harmonious. How do we get healthy, wealthy, wise, have the careers we love, the relationships that fulfill us, like the health that allows us to be sharp and be full of energy and control and master our time and continually assess our vision and our plans for clarity so that we perpetually evolve into our limitless potential, man. That's how I started out. <laughs> ah, man, it's like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know where this actually leads to long-term, you know what I mean? But there's different, different parts when I'm, when I'm creating this philosophical content that I could just begin to like see myself as like a much older guy with slicked back gray hair and just leathery tan skin who's just basically like ranting about the philosophy with no one paying attention. You know what I'm saying? I can just picture myself, you got to automate and optimize. You know, I can just picture myself like on a, on on my my pulpit, but nobody's even listening. You know, we get it. We get it, Grandpa. We get it. Master time, energy, and clarity. We get it, Grandpa. Uh, look, ho- hopefully at that point, you know, the systems and the philosophy is a part of everybody's existence and everybody lives in such a harmonious, high-quality state that they don't need to hear the fundamentals preached at them anymore. But again, thank you all uh, for tuning in and listening and, and, and being a part of this journey with me. Uh, you know, it's something I love to do. Love doing these shows. Love... Love thinking through, you know, another aspect of what are the things that I'm I'm using and and applying, and what are the insights that I'm seeing as I'm, you know, practicing this philosophy that I'm that I've been developing. That is the machine mindset, and 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 really, you know, being able to, you know, just just even if it's a little bit of insight and just one thing 
that, you know, you hear that's like, oh, I, sh- I could apply that to my life and add that to where I'm at. You know, I think that's really how I look at how I consume uh, content like this and books and podcasts and different things. Like I'm just looking for like one thing that shifts me in another direction to to help elevate me, help evolve me and and, and help make me better. And I see a lot like – you know, depending on the different episode, different people in, in social media commenting and, or or reposting about how this one hit harder than that one, you know, because it's, it's always about where you're at on the journey. And then ultimately, you know, did this episode, did the content, the subject matter ultimately connect with where you are in in that moment? And sometimes it's just, you know, a part of a story, a part of, you know, one bit of a, of, of the subject matter that you can connect with and, and, and add it to your, your, your evolution, your toolbox, as I say, you know, and, and today I've talked about it in a lot of different aspects of when you're creating a plan, you're creating a life plan, building your life system, creating the goals, uh, the measurements, the KPIs, all, all these different things. When you got to be the vision of your whole life. When when you begin to to think it of of all the different parts of of this philosophy, they all require you ultimately understanding yourself and then creating a plan, and then that that plan or idea putting it into action to then ultimately understand what does it reveal to you and what actually is it, you know? And and I think when you, if you could begin to look at all aspects of your life and everything that you hope to do in life, all your wants and desires and needs and goals and dreams. And when you begin to look at all of them together and then you set out on a journey to actually take the action to accomplish them as you begin the process, it's going to reveal itself to you in a much more clear and defined manner. And it's not always good. You know, sometimes you'll, you know, have an amazing plan and be fully committed and think in your heart of hearts, this is exactly what I want. This is going to to better my life and bring me closer to the fulfillment that I desire. And then you set off on the journey and you get halfway there and then you – it it shows itself to be a lot more complex and energy draining and less interesting and not nearly as fun, which in turn then slows down that energy that you had for where it might take you. And it reveals itself to you that you don't want to do it, you know? And, and I think that that's part of life, right? Cause it happens in so many different things that you create. Right. And it, it happens in relationships. I mean, think of like, you know, uh, you, you know, if you meet someone and, and, and get really excited on the potential of the relationship and where it can go and all of these different things. And then as you begin to spend more time and, and understand each other and, and, and see where you fit and don't fit and really begin to understand like your potential for a relationship reveals itself Everybody knows after, you know, six months, whether or not they, they, this is like a, should be a long-term serious relationship, you know, you know, pretty quickly. And then some people just, you know, stick it out. Other people just, you know, ride it out, lock in and, you know, put 50 in, you know what I mean? Even though you knew back in on month three that you you probably shouldn't even go forward. But at some point it, it showed itself and, and you made the decision to, to move forward. And, and, and to me, you know, I think the biggest thing is is 
you know, it's, it's almost a, a tool for managing your expectations, right? Because at the end of the day, it's like, like when you do something new or set out to do something, man, it, it's, you can't help but look at like the positive potential impact it has when you accomplish it on your life and your, and your goals and your well-being and your self-worth, like anything that, that you set out to go do has higher stakes attached to expectations um, that you've got to learn to manage. And then ultimately, if you can grow into a place where you know like you plan things with the intent of allowing it to reveal itself to you is going to help you manage those expectations to be able to find more joy in the process and ultimately help you be more clear when it's time to make changes or pivot along the way, you know, and, and, and it's much more clear in business, you know, and, and, I, and I wouldn't say clear, but it's at least part of the process in this day and age of business, you know, and, and you know, and, and may, maybe more so for me because of the way that I look at the, the process of, of business development and, and creating a company and ultimately a product, you know, and, and is, is the, a product that you created, like actually going to be what makes your business successful is not often the product that you started out with, you know, and, and sometimes it is, you know, and, and it reveals itself to you that, man, you had a perfect idea. You know, I think, you know, in the case of, you know, outstanding foods, you know, the great Billy G had a concept for an unami mushroom to be deep fried and, and taste like a plant-based, bacon, you know, it was a bacon chip, you know, and it was super innovative. And, um, you know, the problem again with that product when it came to market is like, now you had to like the, a, a pigless bacon chip didn't even exist. Bacon chips didn't even exist. And so, uh, the consumer adoption became somewhat problematic. And then, which, you know, we could have never really, you know, predicted, you know, a lot of times you could make a product and you're innovating in the space and, and do something new. It's, it's much easier, uh, to get people to connect with it because of that. Right. And, and, and because of the trouble in the supply chain, he moved over to making the pigless pork rind and, and learned about creating puffed snacks that, and being able to put vitamins and minerals and all these additional, you know, supplements to the product until still make it amazing and great tasting and really good for you, man, it, it revealed an entirely new opportunity uh, for the business as a whole, where it was going to be, you know, almost primarily, you know, sort of innovative, fully created snacks like the pigless bacon chip. But instead, it drove this entirely new technology that allowed him to go and build not only the pigless pork rind, but then the puff and then ultimately the world's first dairy free cheese ball, you know. It revealed over time that like, hey, you have this opportunity to make these super delicious, really good fortified snacks to build a business around as opposed to just making, you know, a single innovative chip, right? And, you know, it it revealed itself over time, you know, as as different things sort of have happened to the company, you know, versus something like Joe Lee or um, – 
filtered shower head business like man it was like man all or nothing like this is a sleepy space we're gonna make an amazing design and and really showcase to people how important filtered water is in their beauty routine and it has um you know this amazing business model of subscription with the filters and and man that thing launched and revealed that like yes in fact um, this was white space. There is a, the consumer does, did not know they needed this and now they want this. And it is, it is literally completely successful, straight aligned with the same vision that was done from the very, very beginning. And, and, and it being that straightforward is rare. You know, it, it's like for, for the most part, as you create and do anything, you can never fully see out into the future of what exactly it will be, right? Now, you're trying to create a plan and do as much as you can to make the probability of what you want to happen in the future. But since it's something that you've never done, you just don't know. You just don't know how how much you're going to like it without actually going and doing it. And then you don't necessarily know if it's going to go the way that you anticipate. You hope that it does. But as you start the process, then at some point when you're fighting for it and trying to understand it, it will reveal to you what it is that that you should really be doing, you know, and 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 I look at it in all aspects of my life. I looked at from many aspects of even from, you know, creating television, right? Like you make a pilot so that like you can make a series and have this successful storyline that's, you know, usually brought up ahead of time, but you shoot the pilot to kind of understand like, oh, this is how the character should be. This is what it should be. And a lot of times you completely abandon what the original idea was because the idea itself reveals it to you as you begin to actually go through the process. You know, I would say, you know, Robin Biggs a good example of that, right? Like we, the original pilot for Robin Biggs was Rob Deerdeck's Rules to Success. And the first number, first rule was always surround yourself with, with good people. Rob Deerdeck's Rules to Success, even though we went in and pitched them, you know, a buddy comedy, you know, it was called Best Friends was like the initial concept of the show. But they were like, nah, that's not a show. It's like we need a device. Like we need to script it. You're like the star of the show. It's about like like you and like uh, Big Black is like a part of like this. And it's like, man, we we still had no choice but to go and shoot it. But then once we edited it and it became – began to see – how we were together and what it was, the network really began like, like it revealed itself that no, yes, in fact, this is a buddy comedy and it's more like this uh, odd couple um, reality show, which at the time just never existed. So for executives at the network, they just couldn't even fathom trying to do like a buddy comedy or even a comedy reality show at, at even that time. And so they were super resistant to it until uh, once we shot the pilot, then it really showed that, hey, all this scripted side of adding these rules and that device didn't work. It was just the chemistry and the relationship between these two that then born the show, Robin Big, you know, and, 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 and this, is a, this is a seemingly random, random example. Uh, but my wife 
is a big fan of the Vampire Diaries. Uh, and of course, I've never seen the Vampire Diaries, and it's like something that she absolutely loves. And so I decided to being a good husband that I would now commit to watching the Vampire Diaries from season one all the way through with my wife and when we had when we had time. And so I watched the very first episode of the Vampire Diaries, the Vampire Diaries. And in the first episode, it is, you know, uh, a voiceover of a vampire writing in his diary. It is a voiceover of a vampire writing in his diary, right? Thus the title, Vampire Diaries. By the second episode, which is the first episode after it got picked up, and the rest of the eight seasons or whatever it is, the diary has nothing to do with anything, never had anything to do with anything ever again. There's no vampires writing in any diaries anymore. The diary was gone. Yet they called this show the Vampire Diaries because they came up with that device in the very first piloted episode. And then it revealed itself that like, hey. This diary device does not work. This this show is just better without that. Let's get rid of it. But the name is stuck to be Vampire Diaries all this time for no reason, for absolutely no reason. So th that is one um, example that you probably uh, would not expect your boy to be coming up with as it relates to um, reveals uh, in the creative process. But but again, that television sort of concept is is – a good example of of sort of how creative reveals itself over time you know and and it and it just is what it is you know as it relates to when you build out a plan put together a vision you know begin to formulate something that you want to create a path forward a business idea like some goal you want to accomplish like and then you you know create your five milestones and build it backwards and now you 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 begin to learn everything that you got to do and you're all excited and then you push out to go do it knowing in the back of your head that you know you've created as much uh, planning as you possibly could to give you the best probability of success, but knowing that there's going to be a process along the way where it truly introduces itself to you after you've actually gone through the process and experienced learning and growing into the idea that you had initially developed in the first place. And, and look, and, and a lot of times it will be something that ends up being less than what you thought it would be. And, and that's okay. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's part of the process. But if you go through that and know that you're sort of searching for like that moment in time that everything makes sense, that's when the beginning actually happens, you know? And, and I think, you know, wh whether it's a company or any creative idea, any content, like anything that you're hoping to create, there will be a moment in time after you launch it and begin to do it that the entire concept finally makes sense and is clear to you. And, and again, I call it the great reveal because that is the moment that you finally 
fully understand the opportunity and know what you need to do uh, to continue to grow it forward and have it become everything that you had hoped to become. And look, just another tool, just another tool for the toolbox. Just always wants you to be thinking. Uh, you know what it is. Uh, appreciate all you guys for always listening to the show. Um, and again, you know, wherever you listen, like, subscribe, everything we're doing at the Deer Dick Machine, you can find at DeerDickMachine.com. And, and to you, uh, you know, if you want to see the great reveal, you got to put a plan together and put in the action for it to become reality. Until next time, see it, believe it, do it. <laughs>